Hey, sorry about this. Uh, I didn't realize that I hadn't uploaded this episode until Jeff notified me. Um, sorry about that. Uh, I'm posting it fresh so that you all see that it went up, and then I'm going to backdate it in about a week uh, just because uh, I'm OCD and want all my numbers in order. Uh, so enjoy 94.5. Go to church and believe better. Grace and peace. Hello. We're taking anarchy to church here on the anarchist Bible study. I'm Josh, AKA Ioan cap. And I'm Jeff Park, AKA weird enemy maker. <laughs> weird enemy maker. That's right. Which is uh, a reference that we will be talking about shortly. Um, but first, why were we lifting up our glasses? Like we were, um, is it because we just love Mountain Dew? Well, yep, that's part of it. But the big reason is we've done it. We've done it with your help. Thank you so much. We have 105 subscribers, so you went above and beyond. We were hoping for 100. You gave us five extra. You know, it's like, um, you know, I, I don't know. I have no analogy. Um, but it, we... <laughs> We, we asked you to carry our pack for one mile and you carried it for, for 105. Yes. Yeah. And so, all right. So welcome to, uh, pr to bonus episode number 94.5. I just, I'm, I'm just, I get tingly all over thinking about how close we are to a hundred. And of course, this is a good chance for us to remind you, uh, if you are listening and, uh, that, that we are going to be doing something special for 100. Um, it might not be as special as the special thing that I want to happen, but we will do something. And, uh, but also to remind you that March 3rd is going to be our anniversary live stream. We're going to do a live preambling on March 3rd. And we're going to hopefully have some friends on. I mean, I haven't talked to anyone yet, but I hope we can have some friends on. Um, other, otherwise, we'll just do a live preambling and everybody can just, uh, you know, do that. But um, so make sure that you put on your calendar. March 3rd, we're going to do we're going to do a live preambling. So if you're whether you're on audio or video, make sure that you tune into that. Um, but for now, what we're going to look at is we're going to the the state of theology. We're going to try and get through two or three questions or two and three, two or three statements tonight. Um, we're on 26 out of 35. So we are down the home stretch. Um, and of course our reminder of our, our whole process, we start with the statement. Jeff will give his opinion on the statement, which is not infallible, but he's gotten it all right so far. But, uh, but currently unfouled. <laughs> unfouled um but most of but the more important thing that he's aiming for is not getting the right answer uh we're not we're not so worried about that what we're worried about is whether or not he gets the right scripture references and that which is to say also, the same scripture references as as yes. uh Lingonier, at least which, one at least one of the same scripture references as Lingonier, which which, which at some I point i'm going to call him out on the fact that he just keeps piling on scripture references just to make sure he gets one uh I mean, someone might call that cheating. I don't know. I don't know. The first one, I'm not worried. I think, I think, I think I could probably, uh, I think I probably know which, <laughs> which ones uh, uh, they're going to use on this first one. So this first oh, yeah. one, but uh, on the second one, we might have a little more yeah, room for awesome. interpretation. Um, um, but then we're going to look at, we will take a look at um, who, who uh, answered um, in what way, how did gen the general population that was surveyed answer the question? And, um, 
you know, we, we, uh, and we kind of guess, <laughs> yeah, Jeff quotes the Bible, the whole Bible, every single verse. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Patrick, that's right, Patrick. Um, but, but, but we'll guess, whoa, 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 whoa. Paul says somewhere it is written and, and gets away with it. Why can't I? Uh, but, but we will, I'm not very good at giving, giving the references, by the way, I know, sure, sure. I know, I know the references for this first one again, but, but, uh, but generally I'm not very good at knowing the references, yeah. but, but we, what we will do is what, what we will do is we, then we will look at, we'll take a guess at how we think, what we think percentage wise, it's all going to add up to. And then, um, what we do is, uh, we will then, um, look at how evangelicals answer and evangelicals, uh, you know, they define as people who believe in the, the, the uh, authority of scripture, the necessity of conversion, the necessity of evangelism and the necessity of the cross. People who answer very uh, strongly agree to those things. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, we figure out how they answer. And lately they've been impressing us lately. They've been, they've been doing all right. They haven't always done all right. There's a lot of, there's a lot to, especially, I think early ones, the early questions on theology proper, we were very disappointed on, and we've all—I guess we've always known that evangelicals are not great at evangelical or at, at theology proper. Um, but then we'll look at specifically um, church attendance, how that forms uh, opinions, specifically uh, whether they attend a lot or not at all, and then we will sometimes play around with what kind of church are they attending. Um, we've been, we've been pleasantly impressed with the people who attend regularly at evangelical churches. Um, it's been quite pleasing, but, um, let's, but, but enough, enough of the prelude, let's get to the chorus. Oh, uh, and the first question, question or statement, statement number 26, by the way, this is the state of theology.com slash data explorer. It's what we're looking at. The state of theology.com slash data dash explorer. Um, if you're listening and want to follow along and we're on 26 and it, the statement is abortion is sin. Now, Jeff, is that true or false? That is true. Uh, abortion is a sin for the person seeking out or committing the abortion to be clear, not for the uh, victim of the abortion. Um, but uh, I don't think there's going to be much confusion around that one. But but yes, the 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 Bible is very clear, um, both in the the law itself in in the Ten Commandments where it says uh, not to murder. Um, so that should be should be clear enough by itself. But then in the expansion of the law, and I I want to say Exodus twenty. Four or so, um, it it talks specifically about this kind of situation, where um, where a, a a miscarriage is caused by violence or negligence um, against the mother, and and uh, and lays out the penalty, and it's the it's the lex talionis. It's it's the same as harming a born child or a, a, a born person um, that it's eye for eye, tooth for tooth, life for life. 
Um, and, and, and so this is the recognition of the humanity of the unborn person. Um, this is clearly spelled out also in Psalm 139, where the psalmist David um, says that, that, uh, that you, you knew me, uh, that, uh, that you knit me together in my mother's womb. Before you, your eyes saw my unformed substance before there was a me to know. You knew in that sense, uh, before there was, <laughs> there was otherwise, um, any, any, before there was a personality, before there was a, a formed <laughs> substance, there was a me to know and, and, and God knew that me, um, that, uh, he, he tells Isaiah that before you were born, I had destined you to, uh, be a prophet to the nations. I think actually, I think he says, and, 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 and that is fulfilled for Isaiah. He is not just to Israel, but, but ends up, ends up prophesying, uh, in Egypt and Babylon, I believe at the, at the end of the book. So, um, uh so uh anyway uh but but uh and then i think one of the most underrated arguments and i hope it's included by ligonier is uh john the baptist leaping in his mother's womb at meeting the christ uh in mary's womb um so so at every point in that story Jesus and John the Baptist are both referred to as being human, as 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 existing, and and John the Baptist reacts as as an an unborn infant could possibly react to the presence of deity because it, as 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 striking and almost impossible as this is to imagine. Um, that, that unborn infant, even that zygote at the time that, that the, 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 that by the power of the Holy Spirit, um, Mary, uh, immaculately conceives that part. We're okay with immaculate conception, uh, <laughs> that part of it, um, the uh uh that that from that very moment that zygote was jesus the god man that 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 the fullness of deity was in bodily form even when that bodily form was single celled um and 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 john reacts as if john the baptist reacts as if that's the case even when he is still an infant in his mother's womb so so it is the consistent witness of the scriptures that the unborn person is a person and that the murder of the unborn person should be treated as a murder. So this is, this is true. Abortion is a grave sin. Yep. All right. So, all right, let me, let me get myself back on the screen. Got too many moving parts involved in this in this uh, segment. Uh, so the question is: uh, first of all, did Jeff get it right? Second of all, did he get the 
scripture references right. So here we go to unveil it. Yes, in fact, he got it right. In fact, abortion is sin, which we are. We have taken yeah. a, a very public stand on this uh, too many times uh, that if it's it's not, then we you know we screwed up big. But I could have worn my shirt again. I <laughs> every time we talk about abortion on purpose, I I wear the same. I wear the same shirt, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. pro-life, the radical idea that, that you shouldn't kill humans or right, I can't actually know. remember what the shirt says now. Well. Um, well, it's your shirt. You should, you should probably know. Um, but yeah. all but you shouldn't kill people. I think yeah. is what it says. All people are made in the image of God and are worthy of protection from conception to the point of their natural death, unless they are guilty of a capital pr- crime that they quote Genesis sure. 127. So God created Oh, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Uh, male and female, he created them. And then Genesis 9, 5, and 6, which say, And for your lifeblood, I will require a reckoning. From every beast, I will require from and from man. From his fellow man, I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. So both. The ar- the argument for capital punishment is actually in favor of or anti um uh murder. And b- by the way, Patrick was talking about and um the the uh John the Baptist one. Uh, oh, okay. Well, and which they also use. <laughs> yeah. Um and and so uh and so then it goes on as in Psalm one thirty nine, thirteen and sixteen, which is what you quoted. Uh for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance and your book were written every one of them. The days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them. So unborn children are divine image bearers who are living and responsive to the work of the Lord. Luke one thirty nine and 40. We got two. Nice. And it was uh, the one that, that Patrick says he uses when he talks about abortion as well. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. Therefore, abortion is the sin of murder, except when an unborn child poses a true threat to the life of the mother. And then they cite Exodus 21, 22 through 25. Uh, that's the, um, that's what I was yeah, going for when I said, Exodus 20. Yep. like, and like, said like I said, I'm not, I'm not that good at knowing the rest. You said 24, <laughs> it's actually 21. So would we have given it to you? I don't know. It's all hypothetical at this point because, uh, because you've got two other ones. Um, but yes, so that is, so th- that is, so you got the right answer. Um, you got. And obvious, I should have. I should have also mentioned the image of God from Genesis one twenty seven. That's an obvious one. Shame on you. Get do better next time. Um, but, <laughs> but, but, but the question is, how many do you think get this question right? Um, when you guess general populace, I think. What do you think the percentage? Okay, I want agree. I want don't know disagree. To, to answer this question, I want to go back to the transgender question, because I think it'll be a little worse than that, but I just want to level set, because I remember that one was really good. Yeah, um, that's true. Um, so I want to level set and, and sort of work from there. Uh, that was God created male and female, right? That was the... I think so. 
Yeah. Okay. So, and that was 64% strongly agree, 14% somewhat, 7% not sure, 3% somewhat disagree, 12% strongly. Okay. So I'm going to say, okay, double the strongly, 24%-ish, um, strongly disagree. I'm going to say that the somewhat is going to be low still, call that five. Um, and I think the somewhat is going to be low on the other side as well. Um, so I, I think I think you're going to get a similar number of not sure, um, 5% or so mm -hmm. um, of, uh, of not sure. And so that gives me that gives me what to play with. I said 24, five, five. So that's 34. Um, so, so I'm thinking that 50% strongly agree. Okay. Uh, I guess that leaves, uh, 16% to somewhat agree. Okay. I, um, so you're guessing around 60 people, 60% agree. 10. Yeah. Is a five, yeah. That's, that's, five not that's sure? my guess. I'm thinking it's, I'm thinking it's just, you know, a little worse than the, than the created male and female question. I think, yeah. I think that this one is going to, it's going to divide the, non-church attending catholics and the um and the uh oh but non-church attending catholics are probably are actually probably a decent number of people um yeah okay yeah i'm assuming church attendance matters a lot for this one but but i'm thinking okay i'm thinking that the uh that the mainline and the non-church attending catholics are going to be worse on this than the transgenderism question. But I think, I think everybody else has actually been working on this one a lot longer than the transgenderism question. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm going. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think we should expect this to be pretty good. So, so 60, 40 is what Patrick is guessing in the chat. Um, I mean, but then, but then I also have to worry about the Christians should be a silent on issues of politics question, yeah, which was, yeah. uh, but it wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. Yeah. You, uh, so, so I could go, I could go just a flip of that one where it's okay. 40% strongly disagreed with that one, strongly agree with this one, 21% somewhat disagreed with that one, strongly agree. Mm. I, I, cause, cause what else? jumps into people's minds when they say issues of politics. Yeah. It, it's, it's homosexuality and sure. abortion. Sure. Like I, that's it. That's what people are thinking. I, I'm going to be a little, I'm, I'm going to shock everyone and be a little bit optimistic on this one. I think I'm thinking 60, maybe upward of 65 are going to agree in total. I don't know what the shakedown is going to be about among strong versus, um, somewhat, um, so like 65% are going to agree. I bet you five to 10% are not sure. I'm going to, I'm guessing a low number of not sure. It's a hot button issue that everyone has had, has to have an answer for, even if it's an uninformed answer, they have to have an answer. Well, and so, you would think that if the transgenderism question is at seven, then 
you've been yeah. thinking about this for a lot longer. Yeah. It, it's it's got to be even lower, one would think. And that puts you at about 30. I'm, but, but, but then again, also like Jeff, I mean, as much as we would like to believe that <laughs> strong agree, strong disagree depends on length of thought. It's usually more dependent on knee jerk response. Um, but I'm, I think I've been seeing enough movement and I think that's really what, what, what really happens that Roe v. Wade followed public support, um, in the same oh, way that the marriage equality followed sub, uh, public support. Um, and so I think you mean, Dobbs. you mean Dobbs, the sorry. overturning of the overturning of Joe v. Wade. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I just, I, I, I knew what you meant, but to yeah. clarify for the listener, I was pretty sure so that's I'm what say, you meant. About 30, 25 to 30% are going to disagree with this are going to disagree with the statement. Um, that's going to be my guess. Um, let's see if we are right or wrong or somewhere in between. So here we have it. 34% strongly agree. 19% somewhat agree that that adds up to about uh, the, yeah, that's about uh, 63%. Right? No, 53%. No, am I wrong? 54, 53%. So not as I was be, I was being a little optimistic. We both were a little optimistic. Yeah, I was being a little optimistic. And so so is Patrick in the chat. 53% uh agreed total, 34% strongly. There's only a third that are really hard on the right answer. Um 8% are not sure. We're right about the fact that not a lot of people are not sure. But I don't know how 1% more people are not sure about this one than the transgenderism question. Uh, like, how? <laughs> well, how? They've, they've been taught since they were born. I think that's actually where length of time actually works against us. They've been taught from very young that they that it's that's just health care. And there's like, I don't know. Or, or that, well, but then they but then they disagree. So, yeah, so it, it's it's. They've, they've been taught it's complicated. We don't talk about it. Yeah. Like, I guess, right? Yeah. 50, so 53% agree. On the other side, 27% strongly disagree. And a total of 39%, 12 somewhat disagree, total 39% disagree. So a little higher. Um, Patrick's actually closer. Um, I think he wasn't accounting for uh, the not sures, but he's more closer on the disagree side with his 60 40 guess. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I almost nailed strongly, but every strongly disagree, but everywhere else I am wrong in one way or another. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, I'll count I'll count the not sure as being kind of true, but Yeah, I don't know. I still, it's just, I still don't know how it's more than I, I would have to <laughs> say though like we have been seeing a little bit of a ligonier bias on a lot of these questions, like that ligonier or or specifically lifeway bias, because they're the ones who are administering the the um the the yeah the survey survey um but i would say it's this is probably what i would expect the general population is on on the subject i don't know it seems accurate ish um but what do you think for evangelical what do you think the numbers are going to go well, okay. The very first thing I wanted to look at, sorry to break the mold here, but I don't want to forget to do this. I wanted to look at age. Oh, sure. I wonder oh, sure. if the pro-life generation 
is branding or if it's a real thing. 1834? Um, nah. Not really. No. In fact, if anything, it's kind of goes 45%. Someone disagree. In fact, if anything, the numbers go down. Yeah. 58% or 48% as opposed to 53. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 35 to 49, if you look at 35 to 49, it's basically the same. So our generation is basically the generic answer. Uh, 50 to 64 goes up a little bit. 65 goes up a little bit. But I mean, it's like, it doesn't seem like age actually makes that much of a difference. Our generation is the most pro-life generation. Yeah, I mean, but it, 35 it, seems, to 49. it seems like age doesn't really Better. make too big of a difference. It doesn't make a big difference. I was going see, see if male-female makes a difference. Female. Females, okay, the number goes down a little bit, but... Not a lot either. Like it, it really just seems like we exaggerate <laughs> the yeah. the way demographics affect our answers on this one. You know, male. Okay, you sure it goes up a little bit, but well, um, and I do wonder if the pro life probably... generation thing matters more um, outside of yeah. the Christian faith. Yeah. So, um, so people who don't even claim to be Christians, sure. I wonder if just. The fact that they saw ultrasounds yeah. of their siblings has more of an effect, but yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Density affects it. So large city, hundred thousand people or more. Uh, no, 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 not a real difference. In fact, actually, actually, in a large city, it looks like it goes up a, a little bit. A small city, less than a hundred thousand, number goes up a little bit. Suburbs, I'm expecting it to go down. Yeah. The suburbs are more likely to kill their babies by ever so slightly. Um, rural area. There we go. Those are my peeps right there. Look at rural. <laughs> 44% strongly agree. Yeah. Uh, total of that's where I'm getting my 60%. Uh, <laughs> uh, 51, 61% uh, on strong on the agree side. And only 33, 31%. But it is the, the suburbs. It's like that suburban yeah, white woman thing is a real thing. Yeah. I, I mean, suburb I mean, female. Yeah, there oh, it is. Suburban females. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is a big difference. 30, that's where you get a majority on the pro on the pro abortion. 51%. Disagree. 37 strong. Uh, I'm, yeah. And when you add white, it gets worse. Oh really? Oh, I forgot yeah. you could oh, do by ethnicity. So suburban Oof. white female. It's true. One hundred percent a real thing. Yeah. Awfuls. Affluent white female. Um, liberal. That's uh yeah, it's uh it's a real thing. And so yeah, we're you know, I'm I'm gonna clear the filters real quick. Just go all the way to but let's but yeah, evangelical, what do you think is gonna happen? Yeah, sorry. Sorry for the uh No, no, no. It was a good, it was a good, there, dis- but, good diver- but, divergence. Yeah, with the, the, it it turns out that the uh the age thing not all it's played up to be, but the uh in either direction. I think both sides claim Yeah. Um both sides claim uh oh, young people you can't keep harping on abortion and yeah, keep the young yeah. people and then and then uh and then our side says, "Oh, pro-life generation, you know, we grew up with the ultrasounds on the fridge and and 
and all that. And neither of those seems to be true. But the suburban white female thing Definitely. is a real is a real thing, even in this survey. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, but okay. So so evangelicals, I expect I expect to even we're talking evangelical beliefs now, right? Yeah. I expect evangelical beliefs to not be the strongest numbers we're going to see. Um, I think those are going to come later, but I expect them to be very strongly correlated with okay. the right answer on this one. I'm going to say agree. Let's just say the total agree shoots up to 75% somewhere in that range. I'm guessing higher. This is a, this is, higher? This is a hot button issue. Yeah. I, I'm guessing 80 maybe. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's see though. Here we go. Um, Oh, wow. Let me one second. Uh, there this, we go. Yep. We're, I mean, we both were not almost optimistic. as good as the transgenderism. question. Neither of us were optimistic enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 82% strongly agree. 82% strongly agree that abortion is a sin. Um, 92%. Yeah. Patrick has 70, 30. He's a little bit behind us. Um, he was way off. Uh, Ninety two percent agree in total. Eighty two strongly. Uh only four percent not sure. Two percent somewhat disagree. Two percent strongly disagree. Now let now here's now here's a question I have. Uh now let's make those uh gender uh oh let's let's go let's see uh, the, yeah, I bet the off I bet the gender barely matters. The offs. I actually have a little bit of a theory. Okay. Oh, so female it does go down a little bit still. See, okay. that's the problem. They've been they've all been uh lied to and, and convinced that like this is just that that this is a woman's issue and they've fallen for that lie. Oh, but well look at this. White women among evangelicals. The strongly disagree goes up, but so does the strongly agree. Yeah. 90 93% because that's really what's interesting to me is it's really fascinating to me is that like among evangelical women, I feel like evangelical women or, or let me say this pro life women are always more passionately pro life uh, yes. than pro life men are maybe a bit, maybe yeah. a larger number of, uh, of men are pro life, but you get more passion out of a pro life woman than you get out of a pro life man, which is why we keep putting Lila Rose up in front of, uh, the pro-life movement is because she's the one who gets the most worked up about this. And she um, ably defends the position because she knows her stuff. And yeah. Uh, but okay. Yeah. But suburban white female evangelicals, which, okay, small, okay. small sample size, but you still get an 86% strongly agree. Um, so I, uh, Seven percent somewhat agree. Not sure disappears to one percent. Yeah, yeah, I see that. One percent of one percent of sixty-seven people, by the way, is a person, yeah, um, yeah. or or half a person. Yeah, um, um, a theoretical uh, person. Yeah, one percent somewhat disagree. Five uh, percent strongly disagree. Yeah. So, so you've got. Uh, and, and strongly disagree every, all of those filters I added suburban white female. Yep. yep. We've got it on the screen right now too. 
but the strong leaders agree went up with each of each of those additions. Oh. Each of those additions added to the strongly disagree, but it's still yeah. a tiny percentage of evangelicals. And I'm willing to chalk that up to propaganda. Oh yeah. Like it's it's and like I said, propaganda. I bet we haven't seen the best number yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I still I still believe that even after having seen this number. All right. I still think we haven't seen the best number. Whoops, I cleared all the filters. I meant to only clear most of them. Bring back the evangelical. All right. So then that's the question is, is what, what do you think attendance is going to, or let's see how attendance affects. We don't usually guess on this one. Um, rarely attend or the, by which we mean never, they check the box, never rarely or only on religious holidays. How do they respond? Yeah. Yeah. Makes a big difference. Of course not. Of course they don't because they don't, they don't hear these passages. That you're and once up. again, Driven mostly by never. Yeah. Oh, well, let me, let's, let's correct that. Let's see that. Um, yeah. Among never among, oh, well, I probably should give the answer for the total first. Um, 20% strongly agree. 35 total agree. 10% not sure that num- not sure number does go up. 14% somewhat disagree. 41% strongly disagree. So 55% disagree. With the statement, only 35% agree. Um, take out religious holidays because the people who show up on religious holidays are usually the people who still kind of believe the beliefs. Um, and that's why they show up on the important holidays. They're, they're, at, least, they're at least hedging. Okay, hedging it shifts a little bit. Take rarely <laughs> out. You go to never and look at that number. Yeah. on Just looking at never attending. So Christians, or of course, maybe they don't even claim to be Christians. Maybe that's part of what what's making them... Uh, strongly disagree. Um, 59% strongly disagree. 10% somewhat disagree. So 69% disagree. 13% strongly agree. 9% somewhat agree. So only 22%, less than a quarter. Uh, not sure goes up to nine, but it's not, that's, that's not significant of a change. So yeah, I mean, you're right. The, 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 um, the numbers definitely go up, but yeah, the never, Never represents a lot, but I mean, by law of just reality, the way that the way numbers go, that means attendance has to make it go up. Um, so let's, oh yeah, let's see how it goes up. Whoo, by a lot. Yeah, that's man. This is attending. We're not even correct. Basically, if you're attending and you're not attending a mainline church, you're going to hear about this, and it's going to tell you it's a sin. Yeah, well, let's let's go there first then. Let's see what attendance, regular attendance at a mainline church. So first of all, before we correct for anything, 19% disagree, um, 76% agree, 53% strongly. Um, let's see how mainline answers. Yeah, it it's although it's not as low as I expected. I I, I 50% I, agree, we, 35% strongly. The the politics drives a lot of the main line, but it, not as much as you expect. Yeah. Uh, but this is where I think I, I do wonder if we're getting a Lifeway sponsored the survey sample bias. So the type of people who want to answer a Lifeway sur- survey are more likely to, you know, because like the truth is like, that's the thing that I'm, sh- I continue to be shocked by is I find conservative Republicans in liberal churches. I still do. Like you still have them. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're doing in there still, but, but like it has to just be tradition at this point. 
Um, like people like, okay, you know, okay, should we go there? Let's go there. Like homeschool families in, yeah. in our town who, who still attend the liberal Presbyterian church that that's in town. Like it's, it's, uh, in fact, we were shocked to see a couple of them when we were doing trunk or treating and we went past the liberal, the liberal Presbyterian church and we saw people who we know from homeschooling and like, there they are. And yeah, it's it's just it's somewhat surprising that they're still there, but but they are, and and so that's what keeps it. So fifty percent still agree with the statement, thirty five strongly, but um, forty two percent, forty two percent disagree, only twenty three percent strongly, less than a quarter, and eight uh, percent not sure. At least in the South, the even the even the mainliners like. They're not thinking of Lifeway as being a conservative thing. Lifeway is where you go get your communion crackers, even if you're a mainliner. Like, oh, really? it's just in the South, um, Lifeway is just the big resource hub. <laughs> no, no matter who you They're are. wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, let's take off mainline. Let's, let's see how evangelical attenders answer this question. This yeah. Is I'm be... expecting this to be the best number. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll compare. We'll compare. So put there. And mm, I don't, I don't think it is. Uh, it's close. 62% strongly agree. Uh, among regular attenders at an evangelical church, 20, 62% strongly agree. 82% agree. Um, 5% strongly disagree. 8% somewhat disagree. 5% not sure. So 13% disagree. 82% agree. Now let's check on evangelical beliefs. Yeah, no, evangelical beliefs do a lot better. What? 82% strongly agree among evangelical beliefs. Uh, strongly agree. And among evangelical attenders, yeah. only 62%. Yeah. Total of 82% agree. But uh, yeah, the, 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 the strongly agree is just as much as total agree. So, I, so actually, you, you guessed this one wrong. Evangelical beliefs did yep. better than evangelical attendance. Um, Which I don't yeah, know. I guess make I'm of a little that. surprised. I mean, but but then they've been cucking out a lot lately. Like evangelical Big Eva has been cucking out on this issue a lot sure. lately. I mean, it's not. I mean, maybe we shouldn't be so surprised by it. You know? Yeah. By the way, this ha this one also has just a very strong um the attendance. There's a there's a a very a very well, I shouldn't say very strong, but a noticeable gradation between the kinds of regular attenders. Okay. Which that's unusual. Usually the kinds of regular attenders don't matter. But Okay. Yeah, um, we take off once or twice a month and the number does go up. Does shift up to sixty-eight percent strongly agree, seventeen total agree. So uh, eighty uh, or seven, somewhat agree. Was so eighty? Was that? That'd be like eighty-five, right? Yeah, eighty-five percent. Uh, then you take off once a week, and it keeps going up. So several times a week, yeah, you get ninety percent, a full ninety percent agree with the statement, seventy-six strongly. Although that still doesn't equal to no evangelical beliefs. Yeah, yeah, still not as still not as good, but it is interesting that yeah, it is interesting. Normally, normally the several times a week, once a week, once twice a month 
I mean, there's small differences, but they're not that noticeable. And on this one, on this one, they're quite a bit more noticeable. But which is interesting. Here's a question: How do Roman Catholics compare? Regular yeah. attending Roman Catholics. Let's I go. think regular attending Roman Catholics are going to do well on this question. Yeah, I think I think the I'm I think so it's the non-attending answer. Roman Catholics yeah. who are getting this wrong. I'm so interested in this answer that I'm actually going to open a new uh, tab so that I can comp- so I can go back and forth and, and compare the two. Um, take off evangelical, go to Roman Catholic. Uh, they're not much more than a normal Christian. In fact, wait, regular oh attending gosh. Roman Catholic. Regular attending Roman Catholics actually the amount of strongly disagree goes down. Forty nine percent strongly you, agree, as compared you, to all atten- to regular attending of all people, fifty three percent. Um, the number still oh, regular being it. about the same when you get to total agreement, uh, 55, 75% agreement, um, versus 76%. But, but the amount of confidence goes down by the way, <laughs> their church teaches. This is a mortal sin. Yes. Look at this. This is, this is at regularly attending evangelical. Now I'm going to hop over to regular attending Roman Catholic. Look at look at the way that 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 shifts. It actually shifts down. Well, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it shifts down. Like this is going from evangelical. This is going to Roman Catholic. Like what what's going on? This I thought this was the big deal. This was the thing that we could always count on Roman Catholics to not to not bend on. Yet we get less support out of them than even the pathetic evangelical showing does. Uh, that's that's not great. I mean, do we do we blame that all on Francis? Although although big attendance gradient for them too. Okay, let's. I'll, I'll look at that. I, I once or twice a month taking once or twice a month twice a month off. Yeah, yeah, it does go up. Take but off once a week and go to. Oh, you attend regularly several times a week. That that then it goes up. Yeah. Strongly but, disagree disappears. Yeah. <laughs> Someone disagrees still there eight percent, but it's barely more than not sure. You got eighty five percent agree, sixty five percent strongly. Um, you know, I guess we can compare that. Let's let's compare that with uh. Evangelical. Um, when we compare evangelical, those who attend several times a week versus Roman Catholic, eh, still evangelicals do better. Evangelicals still do better. They do ninety percent uh, as as opposed to Catholics who only eighty five percent. Although let's just you know let's call it spade a spade. They're both really good at that point. Um, oh yeah. But but this is interesting. Let's let's see. I want to see how Black Protestant answers. Wait, real quick before you go, look yeah. at look at Roman Catholics who never attend. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's that was one. These would be your Joe out. Biden's, Nancy Pelosi's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Affiliation. So I just went back to the ones who only religious holidays rarely and never attend. Now I'm going to click the Roman Catholic. So Roman Catholics who rarely attend. Interesting. No, it's still it still ends up going up. Thirty one percent. 
and 47%. Um, but let's take off religious holidays. Cause again, that's, that's a one that's going to be the people who still believe they just, you know, don't believe, you know, they just are busy. Well, that makes some difference. Take off the religious holidays. It makes some difference. Let's go from rarely to never. Take off rarely. Ooh. Yeah. So your your Joe's Biden, your Nancy's Pelosi, your fifty three percent disagree, thirty three strongly. And then not these are, category goes way up. Yeah, not sure is higher than somewhat somewhat agree. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a good call. So interesting so that that's interesting to me is, is that actually so okay that makes a lot of sense to me in the sense that roman catholics are drawing from a race class cultural subset that without the teaching of the roman catholic church would be extremely pro-abortion you see what i'm saying is like is like, without teaching, this is what I expect from the kinds of people who are Roman Catholics. It's the teaching of the church that makes them oppose, that, that makes them, that swings them to opposing abortion. That otherwise, otherwise I don't expect, like, yeah, like, because, where is where is Roman Catholicism? It's in big cities. It's on the coasts. It's it's associated with with big universities, big institutions, uh, associated with a little higher class. Like so so yeah, I expect these people to be radically pro-abortion, except for the teaching of the Roman Catholic Church. And so 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 that I, I I'm I'm giving the Roman Catholic Church credit here. Like I think I think their teaching really moves the needle. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Um, but let's, I want to see what black Protestant answers. So regular attenders of black Protestant churches. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do want to see that too. It shifts down a little bit, but not by not. Not by much. Um, see if they have the same attendance gradient. Take off once to twice a month. Yeah, it does go up. Yeah. Go to several times a week. Oh my goodness. Oh, but then, but then it also tells me fewer than 50 respondents. So <laughs> not a lot of black Protestants who attend church more than, you know, more than once a week answered the survey. I'm not saying there aren't more, there aren't black Protestants who attend more than once a week. Right. They just didn't answer the survey. So, so we're, right. we're within way within. But it shows the same but pattern. So it's it does. not unfair to extrapolate that yeah. that's probably true. <laughs> I yeah. I would feel better about that actually being true uh, here than I would in most cases, just because it's yeah. showing the same pattern we see everywhere else. Yeah. All right. So. So that's. But that's interesting because, yeah. like, the most famous Black Protestants are all pro-choice, and that's not representative Seems of not. Black Protestants. Seems not. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, let's keep going because we want to, uh, you know, we, we want to see, uh, eh, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. 
Okay. Yeah, so, I'm stupid, uh, <laughs> I don't want to cheat in the game. Um, so let's um, move on to the next question. Oh. The state of theology. Uh, statement 27 set is gender identity is a matter of choice. Gender identity is a matter of choice. Jeff, is this a true what? statement or a false statement? Oh. Okay. Something's happening. Gender identity is a matter. See, because. By the way, this I, is, this, I believe this is a new question they added for this survey this year. Okay. And I think it's a bad question because <laughs> I think you're going to catch people misunderstanding this because I misunderstood this question until I thought about it for a second. Um, and, and I'm assuming most people aren't thinking about it for a second. Um, <laughs> so I think this is, question is going to get a lot of trip a lot of people up um, because my mind went straight to homosexuality as a choice. That's where my mind went in, in which, in which case the conservative answer is yes. In this case, gender identity is a matter of choice. The correct answer is false that, that because you're, you're, your gender was created in you by God, that, that, that in the beginning, God made them male and female. Um, um, and, and this is affirmed by Jesus that, um, that, uh, uh, that because of your hard hearts, Moses allowed you to have divorce, but from the beginning, it was not so, um, uh, and that for this reason, man leaves his man leaves his father and his mother, cleaves to his wife, and the two become one flesh. Um, but so that that gender binary that created order is affirmed by Jesus. Um, uh, gender identity is a matter of creation, not a matter of choice. <laughs> um, and um and yeah you're commanded to honor god with your bodies as given you by god um uh and so so i think i i think pretty straightforwardly this this is false but i think it's going to trip people up i think i think a lot of people are going to get this wrong because i think you're 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 going to I think people are going to misread this question as to as to being as reading it as gender dysphoria is a matter of choice. And you see what I'm saying? And they will and 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 get tripped up. So I'm expecting I, I maybe I'm wrong, but I'm expecting that this is gonna trip up people who were not tripped up by the God created the male and female question. <laughs> um, uh, and and we, we've seen that logical consistency isn't necessarily a constraint for people. So that's not the only possible reason why it could be worse. But I, I, expect, I expect that this, this question might confuse some people because it confused me at first, I'll be honest. Um, but anyway, um, but it is false. Uh, and yeah, I think 
I think I've probably captured at least one of the verses that they use. Um, well, yeah, well, let's see. So that would be, that would be Genesis one, Matthew uh, 20, I think it's 20 and yeah. Romans 12, I think are, are uh, maybe first Corinthians. Uh, what is that? 13. Um, I think that's, I think that's where they're going. Well, let's see how they see what they answer and it's false. Okay. So, so far so good. God created human beings in his image as male and female. Genesis 1 27. Okay. Uh, nailed it. So God created man in his own email in his own, sorry, in his own email in his own image, in the image of God. He created him male and female. He it's created all a simulation. God, God sent an email. And, and of course, this is where I go with my students yeah. all the time. It's just like, hey, I mean, here's the deal. The image of God is in your maleness and your femaleness. That's what yep. it's very clear. It's clear as day. Um, in fact, I, you know, I always make a big deal out of the fact that the words aren't even mass, aren't even like a man and a woman, ish and isha, or, uh, you know, or something like that. It is actually the masculine one and the feminine one. Like that, that is what this applies to. And so it is in their feminine. It's like, it's like the Bible stepped ahead of our controversy and knew yep. where we were going and got there ahead of us. Gender is not a social construct, but a reality of the created order. We do not choose our gender. It is a gift of God given to us in our creation. Matthew nineteen four. he answered, Which? Jesus answered, have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? That's Jesus himself. And you Which is what cited I the wrong I chapter with the right verse. Yeah, I said Matthew 20. It was Matthew 19. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, yeah. you know, off by one, we don't count it. Uh, but you got Genesis 1, so it's fine. Uh, um, and actually, you added more than they had. So, you know, you went above and beyond for this one. So, there you, so go. you know. Um, but, of course, the question is, who's going to get it right? Uh, what do you think? Yeah. You're, you're, you're already guessing that the question is poised... A little confusing to not. Yeah. Yeah. I confused. still think most people will get it right. Cause I still think I, I, I jokingly said, I don't think people are going to take a second to think, but I, I still think, I, I, I don't think everyone's going to immediately read it the same way I did either. Um, and so, um, so I still think, I still think this is a, Oh, I don't know. 60, 10, 30. Okay. 60% say yeah. 60% strongly disagree. Yeah. Or sorry, 60% disagree either strongly or, and I'd say probably most of those are. So maybe 50, 10, 10, 10, 20. 20. Yeah. Something like that. So, so you're 60, 10, 30. Um, you know, I, I think you're probably right. Maybe I'm, I'm going to guess like, a little above 60, uh, like, but like right at around the 60%. Um, so I think, you know, maybe 60, 10, 30 is, is a good number. Um, um, I'm going to pause ever so slightly to see if, if Patrick wants to hazard a guess, because it's kind of fun getting the chat involved. Um, uh, but since he's a few seconds behind us, uh, then we, you know, we can't wait for him to give his answer to go on, but I, can I mean, still, the last thing he said is that he has no hope in people. So <laughs> yes. we can, I can uh, still, uh, I can still, uh, uh, you know, you know, do a little bit of a uh, little bit of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my gosh. 
Never mind. Um, <laughs> but let's see. Let's let's go. Let's go to the answer. Let's see how people answered it. We've given them enough time, and so here we go. Where are we looking at? Uh, 24% strongly agree. Quarter respondents. Um, 18% somewhat agree. That's a total of 42%. So already, didn't you say, what did you say again? 60, 10, 40? 60, 10, 30? Yeah, 60, 10, 30. So, so already the agree is a little higher than you expected. Yeah. Um, and sure. not sure is at 7%. So you're not sure is lower. Um. I, and I guess, yeah, hot button issue, it's, it makes sense that they would have an opinion. Um, 13% or let's see, 38% strongly disagree. But uh, by the uh, way, the not sure also sort of cuts against my thinking that the question might be confusing. Like uh -huh. more people would say not sure if the question yeah. was confusing. 13% so. somewhat disagree. And that's a total of 51% disagreeing with the question. So a majority do disagree. Again, you might get a sample. You might be having a sample bias here. And yet at the same time, the, pe the type of people who answer this question, you still hope they would um, affirm reality. And again, this is a big deal that we've been, we've been going on is that this isn't specifically Christian theology. This isn't gospel theology. This is reality. This is natural law. This is written on the hearts of men that we're, that is being suppressed here. And um, you know, again, I've, I've cited that negative world, uh, conference and, and that's what we're living in. Like only 51% agree with reality. That's, that shows we're living in the negative world, that the world is specifically rejecting reality. Um, well, and so this is the first one where I immediately felt the desire to check the education breakdown and I'll just let you know, don't bother it makes no difference. Okay. Which was a little surprising to me. I just thought this is one mm -hmm. of those things that you have to be highly educated to get wrong. Um, but, uh, but it yeah, actually, I don't, I don't it, know how much longer education is going to matter. Like we're all reading from the same, like it's like in both ways, like you've got conservatives who know that they're going to a liberal com, uh, liberal college. They're not being surprised by it anymore. They know they're going to, have, and, and the and the liberals that they're going to learn from are more and more crazy than they ever were before. So you've got less of the oh these are more reasonable people than I expected effect going on. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how much education is going to matter on views much longer. I, I you know, but um, yeah. But what do you think, evangelicals? What do you think? How's the shift going to happen? Oh, I think you. Uh, yeah, I think. I think definitely uh, it's going to get significantly better. Um, I would I would say expect both of the agrees to probably cut in half. So twelve percent strongly. Um, no, I can't imagine even twelve percent. I can't imagine even twelve percent. So so yeah, uh, maybe eight percent strongly. 8% somewhat, <laughs> uh, 8% not sure. And then whatever that leaves. Yeah. That's, that's my guess. If you, once you switch to evangelical beliefs. Yeah, that seems, I, that seems reasonable to me. So let's, um, Whoa. let's go to it. Wow. This is interesting. I'm not even sure how to respond to this. 
Like, okay, on the one hand, the number does go up, but not, not by a huge amount. But the strongly agree among evangelicals. Holy cow. And the not sure is 4%. So I don't think they're confused. So no one's get, no one is confused. No one's confused. Look at this. 5% yeah. somewhat agree. 4% aren't sure. 5% somewhat disagree. No one is unsure about this question. No one's yeah. like, oh, I waffle on this one. Yeah. They, they've they all got a position. They've all got a knee jerk. It's but, a very skinny fence. <laughs> yeah, but 32% strongly agree. That's almost a third of evangelicals who are rejecting reality. Evangelicals who claim that scripture is authoritative. We're rejecting the reality of scripture. That's um. That's astounding. And sure, yeah, 50, yeah. but and only 54% strongly disagree. Yeah. That should be way higher. I'm not surprised that the middle disappears when yeah. it comes to evangelicals. That, not surprising at all. Not at all. I'm surprised that there's so much left on the right side of this spectrum through saying true to this question. That's yeah. surprising. So, but, and I don't think it's because of my confusing question hypothesis. Yeah. I really, I really don't think the question, like obviously, most people aren't confused by the question. Yeah, I, so I, I think you're overthinking it. I think that's what what yeah. ends up happening is you're you're overthinking the question a little bit in a way that no most people won't because I think everyone, maybe the question is badly worded, but everyone is aware of what it's actually being asked. If that makes sense, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, like sometimes right. the wording of the question might be confusing, but they know what you're actually asking. Um, but let's see how church attendance affects this. Uh, so among those who rarely or never rarely or only on uh, religious holidays attend church, um, the numbers go nowhere. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much exactly what, the general populace is strong misery yeah. does seem to go down Which, a little bit, but not a significant amount. Not sure goes up, but not a significant amount. Yeah. The changes are the same, which doesn't bode well for church attendance in the positive direction. Yeah. No, I mean, by de basically by definition, it means church attendance doesn't make church attendance doesn't matter. Oof. Um, but let's let's do the gradation thing because that has been an interesting one. Um, people who never come on, who don't come on religious holidays, who rarely or never, let's see what happens there. It's just not much, not really Doesn't significant. Matter. Then go to never. Oh wow, never actually the number shifts in the direction of agree. Well, but agree is the wrong way, so that makes sense. Oh okay okay okay, okay. yes 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 yes. Oh, which means that it's in that's we that's bad that it's weird that. Religious holidays actually shifts toward the disagree side. The people who would just attend well, no. religious holidays. Well, no, a little bit in that direction. It, it, but that's not that's right. not that odd. Just because that's the yeah. So these these people have been politically conservative, maybe on other questions. So yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, but anyway, but, let's, so then let's flip it. Let's flip it and see how attendance works on the other side. People who attend monthly or twice a month, 
weekly or more than weekly. <sighs> okay. It does shift in the disagree direction, but not by much. Church attendance is not affecting this question. Look at this. The same amount agree as among the general population of those who attend church um, at least once a month. Not, not sure number does go down. It looks like some of those Whoa. not sure's. Those not sure go in the direction of, and, and also somewhat disagree goes down. And so there's more of the strong on the side of disagree, but 53% versus 51%. Not a significant change. Um, weirdly, very weirdly, several times a week makes it worse. Really? So you get, I'm taking out, here's, this is taken off once or twice a week. So it goes better. Several times a week goes, what? Several times a week is worse than the general population and more confident about it. Oh my goodness. Well, more con more confident in both directions. 50% agree. Only 2% only more confident on the strong and the disagree direction. Oh my goodness. It, it's yeah. Full 50%. Um, let's see if affiliation matters. I'll see those who attend evangelical churches. Okay, that is good. It's good. 53% now strongly disagree among those who attend regularly at evangelical churches and a total of 65 yeah. total percent disagree, um, but still 16%, 30% strongly agree. So in this case, evangelical attendance does, I think, do better oh, than, than evangelical better. belief. So 59% agree, 54 strongly among evangelical beliefs, evangelical. Uh, so the strongly disagrees, it goes down a little bit, but the total number goes up of, of people who attend church, 65% versus 59%. And this, this nonsensical 32% strongly disagree or strongly agree, uh, go is decimated. So this is actually closer to the number that you were guessing for evangelical beliefs is when it comes to evangelical attendance. 16% yeah. strongly agree, total 30% somewhat, or total 30% agree, uh, agree with the statement. So less people, oh my gosh, think about this. Let's, let's double check that. I want to show, I want to make sure that if you're watching or if you're listening, you're catching this. Less people agree with the statement who attend an evangelical church regularly than strongly agree among those who have evangelical beliefs. Less people yeah. agree with it as a whole than strongly agree with it among evangelical beliefs. So you, this is a situation where attending an evangelical church yeah. actually promises a better outcome. Which, which means if we actually play this in precisely the other direction. So let me, uh, let me uh, clear filters and evangelical beliefs but you never go to church oh interesting yeah let's do that here we go okay well then you got it L less than 50 respondents so apparently evangelicals go to church well that makes sense but <laughs> um but uh but oh, oh but i mean i meant i meant uh Sorry, I, I said never. I meant I meant only religious holidays, rarely never. Oh, it's, sure. It's uh, uh, 
Okay. Well, that I'm that still confused. That doesn't really make a difference. It doesn't look like it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't make a difference as compared to the general public. Um, it's not as, huh? Well, I'm going to get well, rid of the attendance. To, I'm going to get rid of the attendance here. I'm going to go back and forth between the attendance and so the rarely attend attendance. Okay. So all attendance versus rarely attend among evangelical beliefs. You do get a shift. And so looks like you get 39% agree and 30% strongly among those who rarely never or only on religious holidays attend as opposed to 40, 37% among general evangelicals. So the numbers, the numbers do go up when you, when you, well, and then let's, let's go the other way. Let's, let's put the people who attend regularly. So this is the people who attend regularly who are, have evangelical beliefs. Those who never, who rarely attend have evangelical beliefs. Those who rarely attend are just more confident versions of the general population. Whereas those who attend regularly, it does better. Uh, 61% disagree, yeah. 56% strongly, but it's still not as good as uh, regularly attending an evangelical church. So regularly attending, but you are evangelical in belief is not as good as regularly attending an evangelical church. It still ends up in that same place that the that attending an evangelical church is better than identifying yeah. as an evangelical believer. On this one, yeah, on this one, yeah, <laughs> not on the last one. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, it is. I wonder if the man. I just wish we could like maybe we need to. I'm in the end of this. I need to go back through all of these, or maybe if one of you guys is really motivated, go through all of our statement of theology and figure out which questions this is the case on, and see if there's like you can find yeah. a pattern as to which which questions it is better to be an evangelical attender than an evangelical believer, or maybe you just want to go through the questions sometime and, and figure that out because I think I'm, I don't know. I'm having trouble finding a pattern on this one. Um. But yeah, I don't know, man. Um, do we, do we think we have time for another question for another statement? Um, sure. Let's sneak one in. Let's, let's see <laughs> if we can get one. Yeah. All right. So, um, we're back. Uh, empty bladders, clear eyes, can't lose. All right. So we're looking at the next one, which is number 28. We're getting through three tonight. You ever have a bladder, bladder so full it feels like it's coming up through your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> so statement number 28 says the Bible's condemnation of homosexual behavior doesn't apply today. So we're hitting all yeah. the hot button issues ab abortion, gender identity, yeah. homosexuality. Uh, so Jeff, is it a true or a false statement that the Bible's condemnation of homosexual behavior doesn't apply today? Um, it's false. I'm trying to think of what they mean by today. Are they meaning in the new covenant scriptures? In which case we can, we can go to um, Matthew 19, as I just learned that it is, is um, where, where Jesus extends the, um, the uh, man leaving his father and mother and cleaving to his wife and the two becoming one flesh. Um, and that, uh, 
Uh, so, so, it, uh, it, yeah, if it's talking about the, uh, if it's talking about the, uh, the new covenant scriptures, then, okay, then we've got that. We've got the, the extension of, of the very same Leviticus principles by Paul in Romans, in Romans one, he invents the word arsenokoites from the, um, he probably coins the term, um, from the Septuagint translation of Leviticus 18, uh, where arsenos and koitain are the, uh, it, it's, um, it's men lying with one another. Um, uh, coitane, you might recognize coitus from, from that. So it's that kind of lying with one another, the kind of lying with one another. It's not, um, it's not watching clouds. Um, it's, uh, it's the kind of lying with one another that, that could produce coitus, um, uh, at least in usage. Um, and, uh, and 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 that's taken directly from those those words are taken directly from Leviticus 18. Like he's purposely extending that <laughs> um, in uh, uh, in in saying that it it brings the condemnation that it that it it justly reveals the wrath of God um, uh, in uh, in Romans one. Um, Uh, First Corinthians uh, nine, I think it is. He he says he he lists um, all kinds of sins: thievery, um, uh, disobedient to parents, um, along with uh, along with uh, homosexuality. I think that might be arsenokoites again in that in that context, um, and. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's the one where he lists arsenic. I think it's arsenicoites again, and then it's malakois, which is so. Um, and and the the best scholarship on this is that um, is that one is the active, if you will, and one is the passive recipient. And and because uh, in Roman society, that was a an important distinction, being the recipient was looked down upon was unvirtuous is the the term they would use was unvirtuous to be the recipient of male male sexual intercourse but to be the um to to be the to be pitching rather than catching was was not was not um, considered an issue. Um, in fact, if anything, I think I think they kind of did consider that virtuous. Virtu, virtu is a different idea than we mean by virtue, but that's because <laughs> that's because the New Testament picks up that word <laughs> and and <laughs> redefines it for us. Um, but um, virtu is almost manliness in a sense. Um, and it's so it's unmanly to be 
the recipient, but it's manly to uh, to be the the the, the pitcher, and uh, and Paul lumps them together and says, "No, they're both." And 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 he says, "But importantly, here's where I was headed." He lists these and he says, "And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified," um, and and so. Uh, Paul makes it clear that it is very possible, completely possible for a Christian to have committed these sins, but to have, but, but must have, by definition, repented of those sins. Um, and he says, um, don't y'all know that y'all's bodies are the temple of God? Um, and, uh, and, and, uh, and so the, he extends the sexual prohibitions of the Old Covenant scriptures um, all the more explicitly because of the New Covenant revelation of us as the temple of God. Because the temple, via Jesus, so the, the movement here is that, is that the... Uh, that in Jesus's fulfillment of the temple in himself, then that extends to we are now, by being joined to Jesus, we are now being built into a holy temple of living stones. Um, and, uh, and so, so that extension of, 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 uh, via Jesus being the true and better temple. Now we are the temple of God. We collectively are the temple of God, which is why I emphasize the y'all there. Um, that, that makes it all the more that for the same reason you wouldn't bring a prostitute into the temple. <laughs> the same reason is, this, is the same reason you, you can't, join your members with a prostitute same idea um and so so for paul in the new covenant you have all the more reason to avoid sexual immorality um than you did in the old covenant not less um and uh and of course there's in revelation um the list of uh of sins including homosexuality that are cast into the lake of fire um okay and then i will just real quickly in case this is meant differently this apply today <laughs> um i will real quickly cover my bases and just and just say that um if the idea is that the the word of god is somehow less relevant than it, 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 it hasn't kept up with the times, then we'll know if if the man of God is to be thoroughly equipped to every good work, it is still true that the word of God is, um, so this, this is, of course, First, first Timothy, um, why am I blanking on the reference? 4, 16, and 17? Um, I think. Anyway. Um, and um, 
Uh, so it is still true. It, it is still true that the the word of God equips them thoroughly equips the man of God for every good work. If the word of God then says that uh, that homosexual behavior um, is is condemned, that still applies um, for the man of God because um, uh, because. Uh, uh, the word of God retains its force. It's living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. I believe that's Hebrews 14. Um, and, um, and, and, okay. And so the very fact that the judgment of God, the final judgment of God, lake of fire, we're, we're not very futurist, but the lake of that, that, that judgment most specifically in view there is, future or at least future for us if not future for everyone um is is still future for us um and uh and so uh so if it's if it's true in the future then it's it's obviously still true now um so i think that i think that covers my bases for for either way, they they mean this question, but I I I assume it's mostly meant as a a new covenant scriptures thing, and so the new covenant scriptures are very clear. In fact, Paul is Paul thinks that the new covenant makes it extra clear that because of the new covenant, we're now the temple of God, makes sexual immorality even more clearly. Um, again, and and I'll just I don't think this is one of the ones they use, but. That's the conclusion of the Acts 15 Council. Also, is that um, is that yeah, lots and lots of Judaism doesn't apply um, anymore because it's fulfilled in Christ at least in the ceremonial law. Lots of and lots of it doesn't apply. Here are the exceptions, and one of them is sexual immorality. So, and and they're not saying, and they don't say sexual immorality except for. <laughs> These things, which are now okay, it's sexual sexual immorality. They they say the same standards from the old covenant scriptures continue to apply, and and they're explicitly applied in the case of homosexuality in se at several points. So, I think I think that's I've, I'm pretty sure I covered my bases there. <laughs> Whoops. All right. So I just, I'm sorry. I didn't even, didn't even talk about it. I went right to the screen. So yeah, it's false. Uh, it's a false statement. The Bible's condemnation of homosexuality, homosexual behavior does apply today. Marriage between one man and one woman was established in creation as the only legitimate expression for sexual activity. Genesis two eighteen through 25. Uh, then the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. And out of the ground, the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought to him, brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man of every living creature called him, it was, it was his name. Man gave names. So blah, 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 blah. Just skip forward. Um, but for Adam, there was this is verse 20. There was not a found of helper fit for him. The big deal is that all the animals came to him and yet none of them were a fitting helper. Nope. Lost that. There we go. Um, so the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man. And while he slept, took one of the ribs, one of his ribs 
and closed up its place with flesh and the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the, then the man said, this at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Um, so, and then first Corinthians seven is the other one, which you cited a verse out of that, <laughs> I believe. Okay. Um, so I believe this is where you get, let's see. Well, no, I don't this, think I did. I don't think you did. This is on, um, woman, man and woman giving, but they like this one. This is the second other. time I've met this one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> giving each other their, their marital rights is, is what this one is. Um, <clears throat> homosexual behavior is contrary to God's original design for human beings and is, and is a consequence of the intrusion of sin into creation. Therefore, the Bible's condemnation of homosexuality is for all time. Romans 1, 18 through 32. That, this one I definitely got. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know, the wrath of God, but the uh, specific exchange that he gives is a specific example of the exchange of the, the worship of God for creation is... Uh, uh. Sorry about that. Is that um, God gave them up to the lust of their hearts, to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, worship and serve the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves a due penalty for their error. So that is, yeah, that's, that's, uh, uh, but it's, that's not, that's not that, uh, um, so Arsenicoites is the first Corinthians passage. Yes, not, it is. Um, impenitent practitioners of homosexual behavior and all other sexual sins will not inherit the kingdom of God, but God will save all sexual sinners who turn from their sin and trust in Jesus in Christ Jesus. First Corinthians six, nine through 11. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not deceive neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, which again, as you mentioned, is the two sides of it. The Malakoi and the Arson, um, Arson uh, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God, though I think it's significant, especially in light of some of the modern debates about the continuing existence of homosexual Christians is that it states it in the past tense, but such, such were, were some of you. There's an expectation that repentance is, is actual. Now, in not, fact, and now we, we, I think we want to make sure that we're not overstating that to say like they never slip. Sure. They never stumble. Of course. Um, or, or even that it's easy. It's an easy transformation and easy change, but there is, but, a, it, but, but faith is an evidence of regeneration, which is a real change. But what it certainly precludes is the continued ability to identify with yes. that set. Yes. It, it's, this is something that like, okay, even at their best in their best situations, like the identification of I'm a gay Christian, they're just saying at the best, they're saying I am a Christian who, who struggles with homosexual tendencies at the best. That's what they're meaning. But even there, you're just like, well, why would you even let that have a claim on you? Like, why would you like, why would I ever? And, but I'll, by the way, 
this is also kind of somewhat my problem with psychology. Like, okay, I am a person with depression. Why would you let that have a claim over you? Like, I get it that certain people have struggles with anxiety, struggles with depression, but, but why would you allow that label to rest on your back? Why would you let that be a stamp on your shoulder? I just, I don't understand why people, especially like this is just such a modern phenomenon that we want our weaknesses to be like, we wear them as badges of honor as if they, and, and wear them as like identifiers and like wh- whether it's sin or just a struggle, which I'm not, again, I'm not calling mental illness necessarily not, sorry, not mental illness, mental health struggles necessarily a sin though. It can be depression can be a sin. Anxiety can be a sin. I'm not calling it necessarily a sin, but it is a struggle. And so uh, the question is like, why do you allow that to define you? When, when we are called conquerors, we are called washed ones. We are called righteous ones. We are called saints. We are called children of the most high. Like, why do we allow these weakness labels um, to, to define us when there are gr- better labels for you, believer, there's better labels for you in the Bible. Let these define you. It's not triumphalistic to allow what the Bible says about you to define you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I struggle greatly with the sin of anger. I know that will come as a giant surprise to anyone who has watched me react to anything ever. Um, so, so to all the listeners, I'm sure they're just out here. Stunned. <laughs> <laughs> anger is one of the things that I, <laughs> um, and becoming a Christian when I was six, um, <laughs> did not instantly fix that for me. In fact, um, it, in, in many ways, increased testosterone probably outran my sanctification for many years. Um, and, um, and, and yet (laughs) I know that I have been sanctified great in this area, that I am significantly different from the man that I was in this area. To the point that I find it offensive to be identified as an angry person mm-hmm. or as someone susceptible to anger, even though that is still one of my besetting sins. But why? Why would why would I identify with it? it it's it's yeah. it's by God's grace, not yeah, not. It, it less and less every day part of who I am. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and that's not, <laughs> that's not abundantly clear every day, but in the broad picture of my life, it's very clear. Yeah. Um, taking, taking the broad view, um, particularly taking the broad view of my marriage um of, of the period of my marriage um it's it's extremely clear um so why would i why would i continue to identify with that why would i continue? and so 
And so, so this would be true of any of any sin. Like, um, I I I, I revel in being able to say that I was an angry person. <laughs> um. Uh, and so, yeah. Anyway, I it, so yeah. It to me this <laughs> this verse definitely forecloses the possibility of 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 being able to of being able to say that it's good and right to continually self consciously identify as a homosexual Christian, um, a Christian who struggles with homosexuality. Sure, in the same sense as I can identify as a Christian, identify, identify even, I still bump against that, but in the same sense as I can say, I am a Christian who struggles with anger. Sure. Um, but I, I don't, um, I, I, think, I think it was a huge, significant mistake that could have been easily headed off by simple textual <laughs> reading of the scriptures to to try to to try to claim that there is this category of uh the homosexual christian i i i i don't um i don't see that being possible in um i don't see that being uh possible in in the in a just plain reading of first yeah. Corinthians six, nine through 11. And, and I think, I think that's importantly where we need to say that, you know, we hear a lot about, <laughs> um, you're, you're, you're denying my existence on these issues. Well, well, here's, here's something that actually exists according to the Bible. And its existence is being denied by our culture. People who saved from homosexuality, people who can say, I was one of these. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also like, and just recently, um, Denny Burke had posted just a, I'm sorry. Let me say, sorry. that's not conversion therapy. It's yeah. conversion. Yeah. 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 Um, the therapy is the problem. Yeah. And Denny Burke just, just heroically <laughs> wrote on this, on this uh, subject. He said, you know, the, that like there had been a tweet that he was responding to um, saying, you know, Christians believe in uh, saved by faith alone, except when that faith belongs to a, a gay person or something like that. And he said, oh, no, yeah. right. absolutely. He says no, because the faith that we that we are saved by is a faith alone, but that faith is an evidence of something else. That's what I, I, I alluded to and really was on my mind when I said that it comes on the heels of regeneration of being born again. There's a transformation that has taken place. And then someone responded, Hey, until you have yourself, um, tried to, or lived a homosexual lifestyle and then have tried to live without it, then you can just shut your mouth. And I said, or said you could just sit down or shut your mouth or something like that. And I said, no, absolutely not. The scripture speaks on it. We need to speak on it. 
You can't just you can't just say like this is is this nonsense of like if you never walked in the no I can speak clearly where scripture speaks clearly I can and I must and I will and and you can't just tell me you can't just bully us into silence because that's what ends up happening every single time is this 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 bullying into silence based and 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 then that then they accuse us of being the bullies and no 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 I t- I'll tell you what which one are you more likely to get bullied for in today's society being gay or being against homosexuality the uh, the answer is obvious yeah and and just it's nonsense but we we need to um. We need to guess. We need to hazard a guess. What percentage of oh, respondents where, are going to say what? Where where are we in this uh, in this uh, hazarding a guess? Percentage of people, guess. how many people get this right? Who are going to get this oh. right? We're going to answer correctly and disagree or disagree okay. is correct, agree is di- incorrect. Who's going to answer it? R- what way? Okay. Well, I'm expecting it to be almost the exact obverse of of the last question. Um, right. This one is phrased as true. No, 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 no it should be the same. It should be the same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. So I expected to be, um, I expected to be basically exactly track with the last one then. So, um, I, so the, the last one, the last one was 38% strongly disagree, 13% somewhat disagree, 7% not sure. If anything, the not sure could be a tad lower, just because been thinking about this one a little longer. But but that hasn't seemed to matter. Eighteen um, percent uh, somewhat agree. Twenty four percent strongly agree. Um, that's officially my very specific answer. Uh, <laughs> is uh, uh, I, 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 I'm I'm guessing I'm going to guess basically exactly like last time. All right. So and that was about. Give me the rounded numbers because I I don't work well with specifics. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a statistics so guy. Let's call, it, let's call it forty, ten, five, twenty, twenty-five. I don't okay. know if that adds up to a hundred. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so you're saying fifty percent are going to agree with the statement, or fifty are going to yeah, disagree? 50, uh, no, fifty percent strongly. Or sorry, fifty percent disagree. Um, five or so percent. Not sure, um, and then, and then, forty-five um, percent agree. That's 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 my prediction. You know, you do have those people who are, you know, the, the only liberal and no further conservatives, who are you know big pro homosexuality. But okay, not, so yeah, you're saying, but not. Gender. You're saying they're good with the homosexual, the LGB and not the T. Yeah, LGB. Well, as a Christian, you can't be okay with the B, like. Yeah, but. But. but, Lots of. (laughs) We've seen Christians be okay with lots of things that Christians can't be okay with in the survey. (laughs) I mean, you can't be okay with the L and the G either, but you know what I mean. Um, Yeah. Is uh, is like, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see how you even attempt. To pose a defense of bisexuality, because um, if you're yeah. acting on bisexuality, you can't be monogamous. So I'm going to do 45, 10, 45. I'm going to, I'm calling it split right down the middle. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> oh, and you're thinking 10. You're thinking lots of confusion on this one. Uh, I mean, medium. Relative. 
confusion. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are confused by the narrative meets the, well, but I always thought that the Bible said, you know, I think you're going to, I'm, 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 I'm guessing a little bit of not real confusion, just, you know, but, but, but someone told me that the Bible doesn't re- the homosexual doesn't really mean, you know, um, so I'm, I'm going to split it right down the middle, just hedging my bets here. Uh, so let's see what we, what we got. Um, I'm really interested to see what calf where calf was gone. Like oh, we know what to expect from the, from the main line they're, yeah. they're, they're sold out on this. That's, I mean, they literally fly the flag from their churches. Like let's, let's be, let, let's, let's set really low expectations. For yeah, them. yeah. Yeah. But I'm really Really interested to see what where Catholics go on this. And Patrick hopped on this and said, yeah, all the people that congratulated Dave Rubin when he adopted kids and you watched all those trads become libs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Totally. Um, yeah, you, you definitely got that. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. And then there's that weird picture of all those trad cats who are all like gothic e-girls. I don't know. That was... And one of them wasn't actually was a girl um anyway that's that's a whole other thing um but let's see let's 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 see what the numbers really are i'm not, I'm not far off dude uh, 30% 30% strongly disagree 12% somewhat disagree 42% disagree with the statement and you basically nailed it 40, wow, I, I did. 46% agree, 30% strongly. Yeah, I nailed it. Uh, with 12% not sure. That's that's, uh, that's a straight split. I a have, little bit. I have, the... I have a message for, let's say, 5%. The 5% of people who are not sure about this one, who've never been not sure about anything else. I want, I want cowards. Yeah. You're cowards. You're not not sure. You're lying. You're cowards. Yeah, I, I want. I wanted to give you the close up for that, but yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's so true. No, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. It was. It's it's cowardice. It's not. They're not. They're not uncertain. Um, yeah. Um, you know. Um, I'm I'm guessing the evangelical number is going to go up quite a bit. <laughs> Straight split. <laughs> Patrick called me out. Uh, problematic. Um, I think I think on evangelical the number is going to go shift in the disagree direction. I don't know how much I've been disappointed before. I'm hoping for a big jump, but I'm not going to make a prediction. I guess. Um. So I don't know. Let's uh let's see. Uh wait, I don't know. I'm 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 confused. Where am I? Where's where's my camera? <laughs> okay, there we go. Um let's go, let's click on evangelical. Um yeah. Six uh the number goes up to sixty two percent strongly disagree. Uh sixty seven percent total disagree, but that number should be higher. Among evangelicals? Wouldn't that never be higher? I mean, I guess with the gender identity question disappointing us like crazy, it's not surprising. Um, 23% strongly agree. So hold on. That means there's more evangelicals who strongly agree with the gender nonsense than they do about homosexuality. That's weird, right? That is weird. 
that okay so maybe maybe there is a little bit of room to say that people misunderstood that question oh, oh interesting 28 percent agree in total 23 strongly uh 67 percent disagree 62 strongly only five percent are not sure this is the general trend among evangelicals is that we're not <laughs> we're not confused about the question we're just sometimes wrong uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> um church attendance often I, wrong but never in doubt <laughs> let's let's keep i want to keep moving a little bit because we're getting you know running toward time um among church attendance people who rarely attend rarely uh never or only on religious holidays yeah not surprising the number goes up unstrongly agree 37 percent strongly agree total of 52 percent agree the majority of people who rarely attend church and wow, but pe among people who rarely attend, 16% are not sure. And 32% disagree, 21% strongly disagree. Let's see if there's a gradation of attendance. If we take off the only religious holidays, if, let's see what effects. No effect. See if never. Yeah, never goes up quite a bit. Among those who never attend church, 50% strongly agree. Yeah. That's not surprising. 61% agree. It's like the exact opposite of evangelical beliefs. Uh, 24% disagree, 17% strongly, 15% not sure. Yeah, I mean, that's not at all surprising. <laughs> but let's see, flip it, see what church attendance affects this. Attending month, uh, monthly or more than once a month, weekly or more than weekly. Yeah, it goes up. Yeah, yeah, 41% strongly disagree. I mean, less than half, but... A decent number six uh 55 percent disagree in total 20 percent strongly agree 37 percent agree only eight percent are not sure so the number of not sure respondents goes down um should we see it what affiliation does or do you want to check something else out no that no affiliation is what i want to see all right let's see evangelical affiliation okay yeah big difference big difference um, regular 59% attending 59% strongly disagree, 59% strongly disagree and a total of 70% disagree as in, as a whole, only 7% are not sure 33% disagree or 33% agree only 11 strongly. Let's compare that to evangelical beliefs. Cause that's a fun way to compare. Yeah. Attending church actually makes you better than having evangelical beliefs. Attending an evangelical church actually is a stronger indicator of getting the right answer. And look at that. Like it, I mean, it, it also is a, an indicator that you're going to be less confident in your answer. It looks like, um, but the numbers generally go up. Um, yes. Yeah, 70% disagree. 59% strongly as opposed to, well, I mean, more people strongly disagree, who are of, but less people, but only 67% total, uh, disagree. So more people disagree who attend an evangelical church, but just less strongly. Um, so evangelical, again, this is a place where church attendance um, fares better than belief for evangelicals. Um, but you were really interested in, well, let's first of all, let's see what mainline answers. Cause I, we have a expectation of what this is going to show. Um, let's see if we're right about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, regular attenders at Mainline, 31% strongly agree that homosexual behavior, condom, the condemnation of the Bible on homosexual behavior doesn't apply today. 
a total of 49% total agree. Let's only a little bit better than the total, the general total. Um, 49% strong or agree, 31% strongly. And among those who disagree, 39% disagree and 30% strongly. You got something sh just a little short of a third of mainline regular attenders who who strongly disagree or, or who agree with the Bible's condemnation of homosexual, homosexual behavior. That's interesting. And the exact same amount of not sures as, as in the general respondents. Yeah, I mean, the main line, as, as is not shocking on this question, the main line looks just like the world. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't look less. <laughs> uh, yeah. It doesn't look more radical than the world, but um, unsurprising. Um, but what you really wanted to see was Roman Catholic, right? Yes. All right, let's take a look at that. So among regular attending Roman Catholics, what do they say? Um... So it shifts a little bit, but look, but notice that the big thing is that the amount of strongly disagree goes down and somewhat disagree goes up. So 51% disagree, a majority, but a slim majority of Catholics um, agree with the Bible. And the amount of strongly disagree goes down from 41 to 30. So they're not confident on this one. There's their their faith in this one has been shaken a little bit, right? And they're not sure it's just as much as yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Catholics are more confused than the general population. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is they, this what you expected? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Just because. So I mean, the strongly agree is way lower than the general population. Uh, 30 down to 19%. But, but yeah, kind of because there's so much chaff thrown up, up in the air by the current Pope, by yeah. Father James Martin, by, um, by the, the sometimes called Lavender Mafia in, in the yeah. church. Um, and, and yet, the Roman Catholic Catechism calls homosexuality intrinsically disordered. Yeah. And so it should be very clear, but there's so much attempt to obfuscate yeah. that I'm not really surprised that Roman Catholics are deeply confused about this. One. Yeah. Yeah. Unsurprising. Yeah, I agree. Um and by the way, the current Pope has even repeated <laughs> that teaching that homosexuality is intrinsically disordered, but A, he repeats that teaching and then throws a bunch of chaff in yep. the air, and B, that doesn't get covered. When he repeats yeah. church teaching, it doesn't get covered. When he obfuscates and confuses church teaching, it does get covered. Yeah. And so I think a lot of Catholics are left with a well, a, an unbound view of what yeah. the current Pope even teaches here. Yeah. Well, I think we, you know, we got through 28, we got seven more questions to go. So we are cruising right along. We're going to be done with this and, you know, at least seven episodes. Uh, so, um, 
or less than seven episodes. Um, so at most seven episodes. At most, there we go. That's what I was. That's what I was looking for. Um, I mean, wrapping it up, I think it, it seems like it's just we, we saw a lot of um, answers this week where where church attendance at an evangelical church was better than evangelical beliefs, and it was all in political matters. And and I think I wonder if that's something of the case is that evangelical believers, people who affirm evangelical beliefs, um, there's an embarrassment about that. I think people who are, are, are a little bit embarrassed by their evangelical beliefs. Um, that's at least that's something that I've noticed a lot among evangelicals. They, they try really hard to say on things that are not essential to evangelical belief that, that really we're just, you know, we can just be just, we're just like you guys. Well, I'll put it this way. If you got the God accepts, other kinds of worship wrong. Please don't get this one right. Like there's an extent to which that one's much more fundamental than this one. So if, mm-hmm. if you're going to buckle and compromise on that one, then, then please get this one wrong. Like I'd rather, I'm, I, I actually, I actually, I, I, I actually am not a big fan of how often the political questions uh, politically charged questions we get right and the theological questions we get wrong. So, 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 so in, in, in that sense, this is all, almost uh, perversely encouraging um, because, uh, well, now I'm kind of curious. Now I want to, I want to go back real quick and, and remind myself what the numbers were on that question. Cause they were bad. They were bad. This was like statement. Four or something, right? Um, and um, um, uh, three, three. It was statement three, and uh, and yeah, forty-five uh, percent of the general population who answered the survey strongly agreed that God accepts the worship of all religions, including Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. 22% somewhat agreed. 11% weren't sure. 6% somewhat agreed. 16% strongly disagreed. I'm okay with <laughs> uh, a lot of people kind of being more consistent with that answer in the way that they, uh, um, in the way that they give this answer. Um, because, um, Uh, because yeah, that's if, um, if you're eager to include, um, let's leave Muslims out of it. If you're eager to include like Hindus and, and not homosexuals, well, I, no, idolatry is still a problem. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like, um, so, uh, that's, that's where I, it, that's where I kind of, kind of go. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but in the context of some of the, most disappointing answers we've gotten on this one. 
I'm fine with it. <laughs> right? Like it doesn't it doesn't rise to that level at all because um because much more important, much more foundational yeah. questions have been gotten much more wrong. <laughs> yeah. But I think um now's a good time to bring this to a close. Um agreed. I think yeah, there's we got through three today. Like you can't really ask for more. Yeah, I yeah. mean you could, but but you won't get it. But but of course, um, this is where we say once again we're gonna thank uh thank you all for stepping up and giving us uh and subscribing to our YouTube. Um uh by now hopefully I have figured out how to <laughs> uh mirror on, on Odyssey and and uh we've we've gotten up there and it's all thanks to you guys and your support. And also thanks to your support, we are coming up on two years. And again, um, mark on your calendar, March three. We want to do. Uh, we want to have a lot of people in our chat, um, a lot of our our followers on audio. I'd love it if you guys would join us there, so that we can uh, talk about what's going on in the world, and we can have some more back and forth and celebrate two years of the Anarchist Bible Study. And uh, and um, and also, you know, hundredth episode. Keep an eye out on that. Prepare to be very disappointed. Um, <laughs> and, and of course, uh, like, subscribe, share, rate five stars, tell a friend, tell an enemy, uh, tell a person who is, you know, okay with your existence. Um, and uh, if you want to <laughs> leave a comment, we greatly appreciate that. That definitely boosts the algorithm on, on our video um, and also if you, but if you're an audio listener and you want to leave a comment, you can send us an email at anarchist Bible study at gmail.com. And we sometimes read those. Uh, but, it, um, I, I cap never reads those. Uh, and I will always eventually the Royal, we, uh, referred to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, but, you, and then also, of course, um, if you want to support us, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash flyover for us for a dollar or three a month and for that you get to be part of our live stream you can see our live streams uh before everyone else does you get to be part of our discord secret discord channel which is dope uh and you get to feel good about supporting us so i mean what's what's more than that um and uh but you know most importantly Make sure, <laughs> and they uh, and Patrick asks, "What PO box do I send my letter to?" For that, you can go to uh, uh, preambling number forty something, or or <laughs> we just you know recorded it. Uh, which giant size skyscraper will Jeff pick it up in? It's a great question. Forty three. Um, and uh, Jeff does not pick up his mail. Um, <laughs> no giant skyscraper. Please do not send anarchist Bible study things. Uh, our admin person will be very confused. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He has peons to answer his mail. Come on. He's way too important <laughs> for that, for answering his email. Uh, but, but of course, most importantly, join us again next week when we take anarchy to church here on the anarchist Bible study. Grace and peace.